I'm Carol Hills, and this is The World. President Obama is in Senegal today on the first stop in his week-long visit to Africa. The trip is meant to highlight the U.S.'s commitment to, to democracy and economic engagement on the rapidly changing continent. Many African economies have been among the fastest growing in the world recently. But food production there is still a big concern, and climate change is only increasing the challenge. That's one reason there's growing interest in new approaches to agriculture that are both productive and sustainable. Today, in the latest chapter in our What's for Lunch series on food and climate change, John Miller brings us the story of one Ugandan entrepreneur. He's become an evangelist for a low-tech but super-efficient system for producing fish and vegetables. It's called aquaponics. This is our system, one of the systems. Charles Mulamata fell hard for aquaponics while poking around online after his attempt to start a fish farm failed. It was love at first sight for a small businessman slash engineer slash serial tinkerer. And this is a siphon that we have fabricated out of the mineral water bottle. And this is a perfume bottle. So we tried to make this as simple as possible. Mulamata's converted the narrow courtyard between his house and his office in Kampala into a makeshift aquaponics laboratory, a thicket of blue plastic pipes and black plastic tanks and wooden troughs filled with gravel. Showing it off, he is clearly in his element. The water comes through this pipe, goes round and round, and it forms a vortex which forces the solids down, and then the clean but nutrient-rich water goes to the sump tank. Aquaponics is the marriage of aquaculture, or fish farming, and hydroponics, vegetable farming without soil. The fish fertilize the water for the vegetables, and the vegetables filter the water for the fish. It's almost a closed loop. You do need to feed the fish, in this case native tilapia, and you need to do something with their solid waste. You also need to pump the water from the bottom back to the top. But aquaponics uses 90% less water than conventional fish ponds, and the plants grow much faster and need much less space than they would in the soil. It's also nearly climate-proof, since it doesn't really rely on the weather. And just as important for a place like Uganda, it provides two income streams. Fish farming in this country has been problematic because by the time they are through feeding the fish, they don't have any profits left. The secret of this system is we have the vegetables. These vegetables can be harvested on a monthly basis. By the time you come to nine months, you're already sustaining yourself. So fish income comes in as a bonus, as a wonderful bonus. Mulamata says a well-designed system should break even in less than a year. At least that's what his calculations tell him. Trouble is, hardly anyone's actually doing it here. His own setup is experimental. His place is too small for a full-sized vegetable bed. He recently installed a bigger system for a neighbor, but she hasn't harvested the fish yet. What Mulamata really needs to get things rolling, he says, is cash. We have the technology, we have demonstrated it is viable. I don't have the money. Mulamata says there are two big reasons aquaponics hasn't caught on yet in Uganda. The first is the startup cost. Second is that it requires some training. So he's come up with a plan. Let us talk about the association. We need you people to come behind us. So that on a sunny afternoon, Mulamata hosts an open house for what he calls the Africa Aquaponics Association. His goal is to recruit investors for a micro-franchise scheme where they put up some money, and Mulamata and his team help plan and finance and manage their systems. We design a system for you 
His will be different from him, it will be different from him. That's why we have an association. About 25 people show up, including an official from the Department of Fisheries who makes a speech pledging support. Several attendees say they're strongly considering taking the plunge. When it's over, Mulamata is giddy. This has been successful beyond my dream. I spend time with Mulamata over the next few days. We drive out to the countryside where he hopes to build an aquaponics facility on half an acre he owns with his wife. And back in Kampala, we meet with a high-ranking government official who sounds genuinely enthusiastic. Wow, that is more than I'd expected. There seems to be momentum, but nothing in Uganda moves fast. In the meantime, a guy's got to eat. One afternoon, Mulamata scoops a tilapia from one of his tanks, and his wife Joyce plucks some greens from one of their troughs. An hour later, I'm summoned to the dining room. What an amazing feast you've prepared. You have got bananas here, and you've got rice, and fish, and this is peanut soup. Plus a Chinese cabbage salad, and sliced avocados, and freshly squeezed passion fruit juice. Wow, that's really good. All week, Charles Mulamata's been telling me how badly Uganda needs aquaponics and what a smart investment it is, which makes me curious. How much of your motivation is as a businessman, entrepreneur, and how much is as an idealistic Ugandan? I can put it at 50-50. Half businessman, half idealist. Maybe, just maybe, the formula this technology needs. A quick postscript. Not long after I visited Charles Mulamata, he emailed me to say he'd landed a contract to build an aquaponic system for a local nonprofit. It's a welcome injection of cash, but more importantly, it's a chance to build his first fully functional facility. Because with aquaponics, Mulamata says, once you see it, you can't help but fall in love with it. For The World, I'm John Miller, Kampala, Uganda. Our What's for Lunch series is part of Food for Nine Billion, a project of Homelands Productions and the Center for Investigative Reporting, in partnership with the PBS NewsHour and American Public Media's Marketplace.